In this episode of the Microgreens Podcast, I'm going to talk about how to keep your seeds fresh, the best way to store your microgreen seeds. Welcome to the Microgreens Podcast. I'm your host, Todd Marsh, and I'm on a mission to help you, teach you, and motivate you to grow flavorful and nutritious microgreens in your home. Each Microgreens Podcast is meant to supplement content published on homemicrogreens.com, but in reality, the show is more about sharing with you the joys of growing your own food. Not only is it more nutritious, but seeing those plants grow will lift your spirits, bring a smile to your face, and give you a positive outlook on life. Let's get started. Welcome to episode number 39 of the Micah Greens podcast. The topic of this podcast was brought about by an email from a longtime reader wondering the best way to store their Micah Green seeds. And I thought that was a great subject, something I haven't touched on yet. And I thought what I would do is pull the community. By the community, I mean the major seed companies, the wholesalers, the retailers, and the private organizations that focus on saving seeds. Since this is a topic that I'm not going to research myself, in other words, I'm not going to store seeds for two or three years and see how they germinate, I go to the professionals that actually store seeds for a living. I found the information, although broadly the same, there was a lot of different details that were different depending on whether they were a seed company, a university or ag department, or the private sector. In the end, I want to go over how I store my seeds because I do that a little bit different and I'll give my reasons why I do it differently than what a lot of these sources or references do. Also, I just want to note that if you do go to the show notes, which is at homemicagreens.com forward slash three nine, I'll have a list of a lot of the varieties and a lot of these will be garden seeds too. a list of how long on average these references say that the seeds will last if kept properly. So first off, the generalizations to a point, everyone says it is best to keep your seeds in a cool, dark, and low humidity environment. All three groups, or actually every reference I went to, mentioned that a dark is better than light, and the lower humidity you can keep the seeds at, the better. All those were the same. What really varied was the temperature. In other words, what they thought was cool. What temperatures were best to keep your seeds at. I disagree with some of these recommendations, and I'll, I'll tell you why I disagree with them when I get to the end when I talk about how I store my seeds and why I choose these methods. But first, let's go over the ag department. So I, let's see, let me get my notes here. I surveyed the University of Wisconsin, Ohio State University, Colorado State, actually the Royal Society of, I think it was International Seed Keepers in Britain. And there were a couple other universities that sort of repeated the same one, and I didn't write their names down. Uh, Most of these were like schools that have uh, larger ag departments or states that have a lot of agriculture. And of course, a lot of these, they're talking not necessarily about microgreen seeds, but vegetable seeds in general, which of course, most microgreens are. I took notes from all the different websites and sort of like combined them. If they're all the same, then, you know, I'm not no sense of saying like Ohio State says this or Colorado State says this. This is all sort of tightly together. A lot of them mentioned, at least some of the uh, schools mentioned, I mean, sorry, not schools, the egg uh, departments mentioned a tightly sealed glass jar. I can completely disagree with this. Do not store your seeds in a glass jar. That's a sure way of something bad really happening. You're going to drop that jar and it's going to break. Maybe when they wrote all these documents, glass was the best thing, but now there's a lot of food grade plastics out there that are just as good as glass. And actually, I think they're better because 
plastics react a lot slower to cold temperature to warm temperature changes. I will agree with the tightly sealed container though, and we're gonna get into what I use again at the end of this. The recommended temperatures were 32 to 41 degrees, and to add a desiccant. A lot of these were like, um, not cornstarch, what was it? Calcium chloride or even powdered milk. But right now the best thing is probably a silica gel packet. Those are the best desiccants that there are. And I actually use those too. If you're not sure what that is, they basically absorb moisture out of the air and retain it in that packet so it doesn't spread. It actually lowers the humidity in the container. So if you have a sealed container, it lowers the humidity, draws all the moisture into the into the silica packet, and that way it keeps your seeds in a less humid environment. They also state that harder seeds store better than seeds with a softer husk. So in other words, like a broccoli seed that has a nice round hard husk is going to keep a lot better than say a softer beet or cilantro seed. And I would agree with that. Another point that Colorado State, I believe it was Colorado State brought up, was that seeds left in 80% humidity for two hours can increase the moisture content of that seed by 2%. And this is going to become important later on when I discuss why I don't put seeds in the freezer. I do like that most of these um, university and state ag departments did not mention putting seeds in the freezer, and they suggested wine cellars, root cellars, cold storages, places more likely that farms would have than people that live in the city, but you get the idea. You want some place with a constant temperature, and even though these locations do have higher humidity, you're actually controlling it with the silica gel, the desiccant. So that's what's controlling the humidity, even though wine cellars and root cellars can be quite humid. All right, let's move on to what the major seed companies, the wholesalers and retailers have to say. They like airtight containers. That's good. They like 40 degrees or lower temperatures. More on this in a bit because this is a point of contention for me. They also do mention desiccants, so like Jellica seed uh, packets, and of course, dry and sorry, dark and cool and low humidity is important. But the temperature was the main difference between these companies. Some recommended uh above freezing to 40 degrees. Some recommended uh, 35 to 50 degrees. Some, some even mentioned that the refrigerator was bad, but the freezer was better. I disagree with that whole freezer thing, but they do say the refrigerator does have a lot of temperature variations. So when the doors are open or when it's in a defrost cycle, those temperatures can vary. And I know that my refrigerator, it's an older one, will actually freeze in the back um, in some instances, especially when it's hot and humid out. So I guess it really does matter where you're storing your seeds in the refrigerator itself. So I'm not going to call out any of the companies, but one of them did make this note. This company recommended keeping the seeds in the refrigerator. I'm sorry, in the freezer. But they did say when removing seeds from the freezer, allow seeds to come to room temperature so the seeds don't absorb moisture. Now, I don't know about you, but when I take things out of the freezer and let them thaw, condensation forms not only on the outside of the container, but inside of the container. Now, maybe if they have one of those silica gel packets inside the container, it takes the humidity away and there's no condensation on the seeds inside. But I don't really want to take that risk. And there's another reason I don't like the freezers, and I'll talk about that later. But I, I just don't I just don't buy the whole fact that you can take, take seeds out of the freezer and 100% guarantee that there's not going to be any condensation on that container when you take the seeds out. I just feel like you're putting your seeds at risk by doing that. That's one of the reasons you're putting your seeds at risk when you put them in the freezer. So the seed companies and brokers and wholesalers all agree, cool or cold, dark 
and low humidity, use airtight containers, and use some sort of desiccant. I also went to Seed Savers. I believe it's seedsavers.org. So they're basically a, I don't know if they're a co-op or a company or just a group of people that send seeds in. And it's sort of like a repository, I believe, but they sell seeds too. I'm not sure 100% behind it. If anyone knows, you can leave it in the comments below or email me about it. But they have some good recommendations, I think, for homeowners. So they say, keep your seeds in a cool closet on the north side of the house, right? Or something where the sun's not going to be down the side of the house and heat up the closet. Or in a basement. Freezing is not recommended. Refrigerate, but keep dry. So I'm assuming they're saying put in a uh, desiccant packet. But most important, a stable temperature and humidity is better than anything else. So no temperature fluctuations and no humidity fluctuations. So I would kind of agree with everything they said there. Keep them as cool as you can, as dry as you can. Don't freeze them. Keep that temperature as stable as you can. And they don't mention anything about a desiccant, but I don't see where adding a desiccant to the container would help. They don't really say anything about uh, airtight containers either, but I think that's pretty obvious by now that if you have an air, you need an airtight container if that desiccant's going to do its job. Before I get to my recommendations, I did find some other useful information on these sites. It's about seed viability. In other words, how long will a seed stay viable if kept under good conditions? Of course, these sites had different ranges and some of them were ridiculous. Like one real major seed company had things like it will last between one and five years or it will last between two and six years. Well, that really, I mean, is it two or six, right? I can see a year like this might last a year or two, or it might last two to three years or maybe three to five, but like one to five or two to six, like really, like it doesn't really make much sense to me. So I'm not going to include their data, but I will put a chart eventually on the show notes. I'm not going to promise that it's going to be there the day that this podcast comes out. But if you eventually go to homemikeagreens.com forward slash three nine, or just search for, let's see, what's the title of this going to be? Let me see. Oh, I notes. Where's my notes? Where's my notes? Yeah, here we go. I'm going to name this uh, article or the show notes, how to keep seeds fresh, the best way to store seeds. And I'll place a table somewhere in the show notes with the different varieties and how long the seeds will last or how long they'll be viable if they're kept under good conditions on average. Again, the show notes for that are homemikeagreens.com forward slash three nine or go to the website and search for how to keep seeds fresh. Did you know that I actually have a table of contents for all the articles on my website? If you go up to the header of homemikergreens.com, you'll see a title that says articles. You click that, there'll be a drop down. I believe it says list of articles. When you click that, it'll take you to a page and then it'll be a whole table of contents with all the topics, the focused topics of articles and varieties. So in other words, if you want to know how to grow broccoli, just go down to broccoli. You click that. It'll automatically scroll you down to all the articles that talk about how to grow broccoli. You click on those little images and it'll take you right to the articles. I believe it's uh, homemikergreens.com forward slash listing, but the best way is just to go to homemikergreens.com and then click on the article tab in the header. That way, if you have a particular need, you can find it a lot quicker. So how do I keep my seeds? Well, first, let me go over how I don't keep my seeds. I don't recommend keeping seeds in the freezer for the one reason that that one uh, organization said that 
seeds left in humidity of 80 degrees or higher can gain up to 2% of moisture content in the seed. So if your seeds have too high of a moisture content and you really have no idea on how those seeds were kept before you received them, plus the fact that they're actually shipped, you don't know how many days, how long they've been shipped, either to the person selling them, to the farm, or to you, you have really no idea on what temperature those seeds were kept at, or what the moisture content of the seeds themselves are. If the moisture content of the seed is too high and you put it into a freezer, it will form ice crystals on the inside. And that will basically kill the germ in the plant and the seed won't germinate. Now, lots of people keep seeds in the freezer and they've had no problems. But that's sort of like going to war and not being hit by a bullet or a bomb and saying, well, bullets and bombs aren't dangerous because I went to war and I didn't get hit. They're not dangerous. That's just that's just not true. If the internal moisture content of a seed reaches around 30%, it's going to start to germinate. That's not good. Also, what is not good is if your seeds have moisture content higher than 14%, ice crystals will form inside of them and that will damage the germ. A lot of those seeds will not germinate. I'm sure a lot of this information comes from people searching for the seed banks, these international organizations that keep seeds in basically great environments so they'll last forever in case something ever happens to the world, we'll have some seeds to use to grow food. and. The point is that they do keep their seeds at minus 18 degrees C, which is extremely cold, a lot colder than your freezer. But they have also removed the moisture content of those seeds down to 5%. So very little, so there's very little moisture, very little water content in those seeds to freeze. That is not the case for most seeds uh, sent across the market. They generally are anywhere from 9 to 10% moisture content. So if any time those seeds have gone from the farmers to the wholesalers to the brokers to the seed sellers that they were kept in a high humidity area, you really don't know what the internal moisture content of those seeds are. And I think it's a big risk by putting them in the freezer. That's just my opinion. If you've been doing it for years and keeping it in the freezer, then, you know, I'm, I'm not telling you not to. I'm just saying I don't recommend it. So I do keep my seeds in airtight containers. I don't use glass. I use food-grade plastic, and I use the lock-and-lock lock containers. There will be a link down in the show notes that will take you to Amazon to show you what these lock-and-lock lock containers are. But basically, they are sealed around the outside. They have tabs that lock down. You can drop these. They won't break. You can actually drop these, and the cover won't come off. Believe me, I've dropped enough of these containers, and the seeds don't spill out of them if the, if the cover is locked. And the nice thing is that they have this rubber gasket, the seal around them, so that when you put the silica gel packets inside, it takes the humidity down inside that container. I won't be carrying any of this uh, lock and lock containers, but again, there'll be a link to Amazon there if you uh, want to see what they look like or buy them through my link. I'll get a small little kickback on that at no extra cost to you, and it would be much appreciated. And I will have the silica gel uh, desiccant packs for sale on the website very soon. I don't want to add them to any of my large packets because I don't know if the person that buys that packet will actually want the silica gel desiccant in the package or not. So I'll just leave them and you can purchase them separately or in groups or however I put them in the store. I do keep my seeds in a dark closet. It is on the interior of the building. It does not heat up. And this is the, the seeds are kept in the only room that I keep temperature controlled 
throughout the year, generally at pretty cool temperatures. So the AC is on in the summer and in the winter, I have very little heat on. So I'm not quite sure if I covered everything, but I'll just tell you how I keep my seeds. Um, I keep them in the dark. I keep them in sealed containers, unbreakable sealed containers. I keep a desiccant pack inside the containers and I try to keep the temperature as stable as I can and as cool as I can. But the biggest factor that only one place, one website I went to, I think I went to 32 different websites to get this information. Only one website mentioned this, and it's very important for you, the home microgreen grower. Don't overbuy your seeds. Seeds do get cheaper as you buy larger quantities of them. But if you don't use up all those seeds, you run the risk of going years without using them, and then they're not going to be any good. So it's better just to buy the amount of seeds that you think you'll use for the year. So here's my recommendations. Don't overbuy seeds. Buy only the amount of seeds that you think you're going to need for the season or for the year. Keep those seeds in an airtight container. You don't need an airtight container for each seed or each seed packet. You can put a lot of packets into a larger airtight container and then put two or three or four uh, silica gel desiccant packets inside that container. That'll, that'll keep all those seeds in good shape. Again, I really like those lock and lock containers because they don't break. They are opaque. They will lock down tight and there's a rubber gasket along the outside that keeps them airtight. Keep the seeds in a dark location, whether you're putting inside a cabinet, whether you're putting inside a closet. And if it's a closet, make sure it's sort of on the north side or an interior hallway so that it's not on an outside wall that where the sun beats on it to heat up the closet. I think if you can keep your seeds below 80, probably at 75 or 70 or cooler, they're going to last a good year for you. You won't have any problems with them at all. So again, if you're buying smart, if you're storing them properly and you keep those temperatures about the same temperature, you're going to be in great shape. If you do have a cooler location, that's better. If you do have a basement, it's a perfect place to keep your seeds. Remember, even though it's humid down there, you have an airtight container with a desiccant in it that's not going to allow moisture inside that container. And a seller is going to keep those seeds at a more reasonable temperature throughout the year. Probably a garage is not a good place because it will heat up in the summer and get cold in the winter. Stable temperatures are better in a place where the temperatures are going up and down throughout the year. So the cliff notes for this are bad is heat, humidity, and light, and good is cooler, dry, and dark. So if you go to the show notes, again, it's homemicagreens.com forward slash 39. I will have the show notes for this podcast. I'll also include that table for the uh, years of viability for each different variety. It's going to include some garden seeds, too. I will have a link to the lock and lock container so you can at least take a look at and see what I'm talking about. I'll have a link to the uh, desiccant packs, which will help lower the humidity in your airtight container. So those are my recommendations on how to keep your seeds fresher. I hope you enjoyed the content. I hope you found it useful or helpful. And if you did and want to help support the podcast, you can go to the homemicrogreens.com and hit the shop button and go to the store and purchase some microgreen seeds or supplies. Or you can click a link in the bottom of the show notes that will take you to a support page where you can actually help support this podcast and help offset some of the costs that I occur by making the podcast. Anything is appreciated. I hope you have a great rest of your week. And remember, keep those seeds cool, dry, and dark. 
Thank you for listening to the Micah Greens podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a comment. It really helps out the podcast. As always, stop by homemicagreens.com and say hello. Now before the next show, plant your next tray of micros. Let's keep growing.